0: Greetings, people loved by God. On this, the third Sunday after the Epiphany, uh, for our friends who are worshiping online or on the radio, just a reminder to go to our website, which is chapelofthecross.org, and there you will find. Um, uh, you click on the resources tab, and you will find out find um, uh, the bulletin for this Sunday, so you can follow along with the bulletin. There's also the gift tab there if you would like to give your offering to the Lord and His work in His church. Uh, This is not only the third Sunday after the Epiphany, but it is also the day that we celebrate the gift and the blessing and the sanctity of life. And so today we welcome a special guest to our pulpit, the Reverend Michael Salamink, who will be sharing the word with us today. Pastor Salamink is the Executive Director for Lutherans for Life. So we thank you very much for being with us today Pastor Selman. Our life team here at Chapel has prepared a display table in the commons area. I invite you to check that out and look at the information on that table. Please also check out the video that our life team produced that is playing at the welcome center. That's a short video featuring the uh, the fetal models that we have here at Chapel. Our elder of this week the, for the weekend is Jonathan Bellman, John Is right there in the back. He's going to greet you at the back door as you leave today. Get to know John as one of your elders here at Chapel of the Cross. I wish you God's blessings as we worship together and we stand up and we share the peace of our Lord with each other, after which we will sing our our entrance hymn. Please note uh, for that hymn, the organ will play alone on verse 4. We share the peace with each other. the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I said, O Lord, have mercy on me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you, most merciful God. We confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. His heart gathers iniquity. When he goes out, he tells it abroad. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. Even my close friend, whom I trusted, he who shared my bread, has lifted his heel against me. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors says ourselves. They say a deadly thing is poured out on him. He will not rise again from where he lies. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. But you, O Lord, have mercy on me and raise me up, for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy upon us. By this I know that you delight in me. My enemy will not shout in triumph over me. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us. You have upheld me because of my integrity and set me in your presence forever. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Blessed is the one who considers the poor. In the day of trouble, the Lord delivers him. The Lord protects him and keeps him alive. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. be with you and also with you let us pray almighty and everlasting father you give your children many blessings even though we are undeserving in every trial and temptation grant us steadfast confidence in your loving kindness and mercy through jesus christ your son our lord who lives and reigns with you in the holy spirit one god now and forever amen may be seated.
1: The Old Testament reading is found in the first chapter of Genesis. And then God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image, the image of God. He created him male and female. He created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth, and all the birds of the air, and all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has the breath and life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Epistle Lesson is from the first chapter of Ephesians. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he who chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us to be adopted to his Son, through Jesus Christ, in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace, that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. And he may known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ. To be put into effect when the times will have reached their fulfillment, to bring all things in heaven and earth together under one head, even Christ. This is the word of the Lord. We stand for the reading of the Holy Gospel.
0: The Holy Gospel, according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter Glory Glory to you, O Lord. for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you this is the gospel of the lord praise, praise to you o christ, christ. You may be seated as we sing our hymn Amen.
2: from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. So if you heard the words from Matthew, which constitute Jesus' first public sermon, blessed sounds like a fun word. 500 times the word "bless" appears in the Bible. You might say that it means something like blissful. Pleasant, serene, carefree, kind of like God's life must be in his heaven, separated from the burdens of earthly concerns and works and hurts. Blessed sounds like blissful but actually they're unrelated. Etymologically speaking, bless comes from the same word as blood. Bless shares its Old English root with blood. That word bless that we understand to mean to consecrate something by a ritual or to designate it as sanctified, originally meant to mark with blood. That'll preach, won't it? Since then, of course, thankfully, the word bless and the English language have progressed. And now to us it means more of giving thanks or speaking well of all you works of God, bless the Lord. Or even inviting and invoking divine favor upon somebody as when they sneeze and we say, God bless you. And since you sneezed on me, God bless all of us. But, nevertheless, the word bless still sounds beautiful, and there is great comfort in the words of Jesus, blessed are. So in fact, our lectionary schedule of weekly readings appoints this text, the Sermon on the Mount, for All Saints Day. You know that time at the beginning of November when we remember those who have gone before us. And even as we grieve their absence, we envision our predecessors and our precious ones in the serenity and pleasantness of the world to come. Mom and dad suffer no more pain. And we anticipate the ecstasy we will experience when we arrive beside them finally and wear our own white robes right along with. We call these Comforting assurances of Jesus, the Beatitudes. Another accident of etymology. You see, when I was your age, I thought that beatitude came from the word beautiful. But beatitude comes from a different word, beatify. That's English though none of us use it. Beatify traces back to the Latin word beatus. Guess what it means, blessed are. Beautiful, incidentally, trickles down from a different Latin word, bellis, bellitas, bellum means something that's agreeable to the senses or appealing. Beautiful means it appeals to the eyes. And curiously enough, that same word, bellum, the Latin word, it has another meaning. It's actually a homonym. That's a word that has the same spelling and pronunciation, but a whole separate origin and definition. Get this. Bellum in Latin also means war. So, to review before the quiz Bless and bliss, but then blood. Be attitude, beautiful, but then war. What exactly kind of sermon are you preaching, Jesus? Is it law, a word of condemnation, or is it gospel, a word of comfort? Now that I think about it, I'm not sure, Lord, that I want the world to know me as poor in spirit or persecuted. I don't think I like to think of me as meek or mournful. I do not care to feel starving or simple-hearted. You see, Jesus' beatitudes, when we listen beyond the blessed are, they actually emphasize what you don't have, what you can't do. Poor in spirit is another way of saying you've got nothing to boast about. Mourning means you don't have anything to make you happy. A meek person has no ambition. One who hungers and thirst goes without satisfaction doesn't get success. Even merciful, which sounds pretty cool, is the kind of person that has no killer instinct and cannot go for the win. Same with pure in heart. At first glance, it's pretty but it really means you've got no secret weapon and no backup plan. A peacemaker, perhaps the best sounding of them all, is just another name for someone who compromises and capitulates. Blessed seems, in Jesus' usage, to mean failure. Blessed are the losers. The little ones, incomplete, empty. Needy, naked, you know Jesus. Those descriptions don't exactly suit attractive, independent people like us. Maybe I want to wear a different brand, not the blessed label. It feels too revealing, indecent, prickly, like That wool sweater mom used to make me pull on for family pictures. When you get down to it and pay attention to what Jesus is saying, what makes being blessed any better off than, say, a tiny human embryo in a petri dish? What leaves A blessed person any better off than, say, an incapacitated, uncommunicative patient confined to a hospital bed? How come Jesus never says, Blessed are the nobles? Why doesn't he tell us, Blessed are the emperors? Hey, Jesus, what about us pretty people? What about us popular folks? Who have power and possessions? Where's our blessed are? And it seems as if Jesus, by his silence, is suggesting that all that stuff we use to dress up our identities is just that a costume a disguise, and I think we know it. Because sometimes, the spotlight goes out, and the dark times come with their guilt, and their grief, and the hard hours of struggling with conflict, and suffering crisis, and then, All of our power and our pride and our popularity end up kind of see-through and fraying. Because in the lonely moments of our suffering and dying, we are left bare. No wonder beautiful and beatitude come from different departments. No wonder bless and bliss reside in different districts. Poor in spirit is more honest than pretty. It sounds a lot like the word for human. It is probably no coincidence that meek and mournful rhymes with mortal, that pure in heart and persecuted accurately captures what it means to be a creature, a sinner in search of mercy and yearning for peace. Keep your property and your power. That's what I am whether we feel it or know it or like it or care or not, from dust we each emerged and to dust we shall all return, adult or infant, fetus or teenager, elderly or embryo, active or impaired. You are fallen, I am broken. Humankind is little and naked and empty And guys, I know it's not comfortable to admit, but there are no majority opinions that are going to change that. There is no public rhetoric, no arguing about rights, no celebrity endorsements, no corporate support that is going to change the reality of what it means to be human. Dare we say, there's not even any amount of abortions that can fix it. And no euthanasia, no physician assisted suicides, no embryonic experiments is going to fix the real problem. It's not just poverty or abandonment or inequality, it's sin. And that is woven in amongst our DNA, tangled up in our very cells. As long as that is the case, poor in spirit is you and me. And that emptiness is so big that only God can fill it. A nakedness this stark, only grace can clothe. The truth is God has not created our kind for ambition, for the secret weapon, for self-indulgence. God has not made the human race for independence and popularity and power and pride. God has given us bodies and hearts to be his own. So he blesses us, everyone, Poor in spirit, meek and mournful, persecuted as we are, God marks Himself with our blood. Jesus is God in flesh and bone. Blessing has stepped into the human condition, gestating in Mary's belly, aging on the cross, fetus and teenager, adult and advanced. Grace wrapped itself up in fallen, failed and broken. And love took on little, naked and empty, which is cause for celebration because it means God has come near. He knows what the guilt and the grief and the conflict are like. He knows what we need in our crisis and suffering and dying. And Jesus gives salvation and favor in God's forgiveness. That's what poor in spirit means. That's what mourning means. It means God forgives. Jesus has become meek and made peace in our place. Jesus has thirsted and been persecuted on our behalf. He has brought pure in heart and merciful for our benefit. His crucifixion has shed God's blood that we might see the heart of the Heavenly Father. He paid the price and gave the ransom. And that, above all, blesses humankind because we are marked with the blood of God. Like no other creature and no other structure in all of nature, The poor in spirit, persecuted, and peacemaking Jesus gives us honor and glory above even the angels. His mourning, mercy, and meekness covers us with royalty and dignity. For God has made us his own and brought us to himself. Even the strands of our death, he has woven into his resurrection. The rite of holy baptism anoints us with privilege. You are my beloved son. You are daughter of the king, real royalty, princes and princesses. The sacrament of holy communion not only puts that status on us, it puts it in us. Now the blood and the breath and the life of God's son pulses in our chests and presses through our vessels. When your heart beats, it beats because God loves you. When your lungs breathe in and breathe out, they do so because you are blessed by him. And not only you, but every member of our race, This is a blessed that you don't just throw on, you slip into it. So poor in spirit only seems like it's empty in this instant. In fact, our Lord has given us an eternal grace, a kingdom too big for us to behold just now. Mourning and meekness only feels naked for the minute. We have a salvation and a hope that is constant and robes us under comfort that we will grow into and never grow out of. Thirsting, merciful, pure in heart, peacemaking, persecuted, it only feels scratchy momentarily. Forever, though, we get to adjust to the sight of a Savior and a Father and gradually accustom to being inheritors who rule over the heavens and the earth. In the same way, embryo only looks pitiful. Old age only seems pathetic if we peek at it from the perspective of what is passing. When we look to what is lasting, the love of God that creates and redeems and calls our kind with a privilege that he grants to no other, then we behold that Jesus swallows up all of our comparing and our competing And to be human is to be blessed. Blessed are you who have nothing else except this faith. For faith means room enough to receive. And we need a lot of room if we are indeed to receive all of the blessings that God possesses and imparts to his people. You are not only blessed by someone greater, you are blessed for something far greater. Jesus is beatifying you to beautify this people and this planet. So in every battle, whether yours or your neighbors, view the beauty because Jesus has placed God there. In every conflict, find courage. Because God has put heaven in that circumstance. In every work, in every hurt, in every concern, in every poverty. Take hold of the compassion that the Son of God has incarnated right there. The responsibility, the relationship, that comes with carrying crosses together. For where there is a cross, there is Christ. And where Christ is, there cannot fail to be resurrection. Even amidst mistakes and failures, those of us who suffer under the grief and guilt of aborting our own children receive grace and no forgiveness. God has atoned for your sin and taken your guilt away. Your life is as precious as the one that was lost. For in every human being, even the unborn and the impaired ones, we encounter a neighbor. We receive a gift and a privilege a treasure precious to almighty God. And this is blessed that we get to serve and celebrate together. That's what it means to be Lutherans for life. That's what it means to be children of God. That's what it means to be heirs of eternity. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. Amen. And may the same Lord who has himself begun this good work in you carry it on to its completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: We stand and we share together our common Christian faith in the words of the Nicene Creed, page seven in your bulletin. We confess our faith together. I believe in one God, the Father almighty, We stand for prayer. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. We pray for those who are lost in the the darkness of sin and death and those to whom we have been sent to proclaim the gospel of salvation and the way of truth. Lord, give boldness to our witness and open the hearts of people to the gospel. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are in positions of leadership in our world, especially our president, the Congress, judges, the governor, and the leaders of our communities. Heavenly Father, give wisdom to those who lead. By your loving power, help them to rule with justice, tempered with mercy. Lord, in your mercy, hear hear our prayer. Almighty God, Heavenly Father, the maker of heaven and the earth, we praise you for creating us in your own image for gifting us with bodies which you have formed with your own hands. We praise you and we join our voices with King David in confessing that you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Remind us that we are not an accident nor formed by random chance, but your special creation, loved by you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, and giver of life, we look to you for the strength to stand up for life in all its stages from the moment of conception until that time when you close our eyes in death. Use us to give voice to the defense of life. May the leaders of our nation and state whom you have charged with the responsibility of protecting all citizens take it as a sacred obligation to defend the defenseless, to support the weak, and to speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Lord, in your mercy hear our prayer. Gracious God, we pray your blessing upon the ministry of Pastor Michael Salamink and Lutherans for life. May those who lead and work within this ministry be encouraged and strengthened to continue equipping Lutherans to be gospel-motivated voices for life. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for all who are ill or hospitalized or homebound. Gracious God, visit your people with your strength and healing touch especially B. Doherty, Ed Kemphefner, Audrey Lutke, and Don Eiborg as she has surgery this week. We also bring before your throne of grace, Lord, those family members, church members, and friends who are also in need of your healing during this time of silent prayer. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who mourn the death of a loved one. Give your comfort and your peace, Lord, to the family and loved ones of Wayne Hahn who died in the Lord this past Tuesday. Give to them strength to meet the days ahead and assure confidence in your fatherly care. Lord, in your mercy, Amen. hear our prayer. We give thanks with those who, who are celebrating the blessings of another year of life, especially Audrey Litkey and her family as they celebrate Audrey's 95th birthday. Continue to bless and to keep your children and receive their thanks and their praise. Lord, in your mercy, Amen. hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, for what had been hidden from before the foundation of the world, you have made known to the nations in your Son. In him, being found in the substance of our mortal nature, you have manifested the fullness of your glory. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and gave it to his disciples, and he said, take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you, do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, drink of it, all of you, this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins, this do as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. We stand. Now may this eating and drinking keep and preserve you in the true faith until life everlasting. Go in the Lord's peace and in his joy. Amen. Let us pray. O God, the Father, the fountain and the source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and our minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. Amen. We remain standing as we sing our closing hymn together, hymn 719.